Now, before we continue with the tafsir, I would like you all to listen to the recitation very, very carefully. Now, how are you going to listen? Pick up your mushaf, hold it in your hands, have a pencil with you as well, and as you hear the recitation, follow. Can you do that? And we will listen to the recitation from the beginning, from Surah Al-Fatiha. Okay? And before that, remember the rule. When we listen to the recitation, how do we listen? Silently and also with attention. A'udhu billahi minash rajim بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين الذين يؤمنون بالغيب ويقيمون الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون والذين يؤمنون بما أنزل إليك وما أنزل من قبلك وبالآخرة هم يوقنون أولئك على هدى من ربهم وأولئك هم المفلحون إن الذين كفروا سواء عليهم أأنذرتهم أم لم تنذرهم لا يؤمنون ختم الله على قلوبهم وعلى سمعهم وعلى أبصارهم غشاوة ولهم عذاب عظيم وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَقُولُ آمَنَّا بِاللَّهِ وَبِالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَمَا هُمْ بِمُؤْمِنِينَ يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ قَالُوا إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُصْلِحُونَ ألا إنهم هم المفسدون ولكن لا يشعرون وإذا قيل لهم آمنوا كما آمن الناس قالوا قالوا أنؤمن كما آمن السفهاء 
And about the munafiqeen, how many? So far we have learnt in this lesson, eight. But the following verses are also about munafiqeen. Isn't that amazing? That for believers, those who submit, few verses. For disbelievers, only two. But for munafiqeen, so many. Why so many? Because the matter of hypocrisy is very complicated. In the sense that people don't get it easily. A person may have the traits of a hypocrite and he may not even realize. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has as though opened it up very clearly in these verses for us, so that we take warning and we reflect on ourselves. And if we have any of these traits, we should strive hard to get rid of them. So let's study these verses. In the next ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ And when it is said to them, when it is said to who? To the hypocrites. What is said to them? لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ do not do fasad in the earth. What is their response? قَالُوا إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُصْلِحُونَ They say we are but reformers. We are actually setting things right. Now this word, لَا تُفْسِدُوا Do not do fasad. لَا تُفْسِدُوا is from the root letters فَاسِين دَال From the word fasad. And fasad is when something goes bad. When something decays. Like for example, you have food. It's been sitting there for a very very long time. After some time when you check, what's going to happen? Hmm? The color is going to be bad. The smell is going to be bad. The taste is going to be bad. It'll have fungus most probably. Right? So that is fasad. It's gone bad. It has decayed. This is what fasad is. So when the munafiqeen are told, لا تفسدوا في الأرض Now the question is, what does it mean by fasad في الأرض? Do not do fasad in the earth. Fasad في الأرض Decay in the earth, corruption in the earth, disorder in the earth. How is that done? That is done by committing ma'asi, by disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person disobeys Allah, then what is he doing? He's doing fasad fil ard. Every sin, what does it lead to? Disorder. And good deeds, what do they lead to? Order. For example, lying, is it a sin? Is it a sin? Yes, it is. What does it lead to? Corruption or rectitude? Corruption. Disorder. Like for example, if you're lying to a child, you're teaching him it's okay to lie. Your lying to him will lead him to lying many, many times. Will lead him to breaking promises. Will lead him to say what he doesn't actually mean. Will lead him to be treacherous, to be deceitful. So sins, what do they lead to? Fasad. 
they lead to disorder. So, fasad fil ard is done how? By committing sins. When a person is committing sins. And fasad fil ard, la tufsidu fil ard, in the earth. Does it mean in the earth? Does it mean in the earth? Deep in the earth? No. What it means is, amongst the people of the earth or on the physical earth. There are two meanings of fasad fil ard. One is, amongst the ahlul ard. People of the earth. Those who live on the earth. For example, by lying, cheating, deceiving others, breaking promises. This is what? Spreading disorder amongst people. Because you're encouraging bad behavior. You're encouraging deceit. Fasad fil ard. Then people are not able to trust each other. Families break apart. There are problems between a husband and wife. There are problems between parents and children. Where does it start from? Sinning, lying, cheating. Similarly, people cannot trust the governments. People cannot trust those whom they're dealing with. So fasad fil ard first is amongst the dwellers of the earth. And this is done how? By disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The second type of fasad fil ard is committing fasad, meaning physical fasad in the earth itself. How? Like for example, when people become very sinful, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends His punishment on them. For instance, we learn about the people of Fir'aun. The people of Fir'aun, were they disobedient to their messenger, Musa salam? Yes, they were. They broke their promises with him so many times. Fir'aun and his people would say to Musa salam, pray to your God that he should remove this problem from us and when this will happen, we will believe. But when the problem would be lifted, they would not believe. And when they would not believe, eventually what would happen? Another punishment would come. Another great calamity would come. Allah says in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 130, that, وَلَقَدْ أَخَذْنَا آلَ فِرْعَوْنَ بِالسِّنِينَ وَنَقْصِ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَذَّكَّرُونَ That we certainly seize the people of Fir'aun with years of famine. Years and years of famine. And a deficiency in fruits that whatever they grew did not produce much. That perhaps they would be reminded. So, when we see problems like for example earthquakes, or for example drought, or floods, right? Physical Issues, physical disasters, calamities on the earth. This is a result of what? Our sins. So at these times, what should we do? Repent to Allah. Do istighfar. Fasad fil ard is also like, for example, killing people. Pollution. What is this? Isn't that fasad? Isn't it? It's fasad. When we throw garbage on the street, instead of throwing it in the garbage can, what are we doing? Fasad fil ard. When we're being selfish, that we don't care about the earth, we don't care about the atmosphere, we don't care about the environment, and we just want to fulfill our desires, then what are we doing? Fasad fil ard. So the hypocrites, what do they do? Fasad fil ard. They disobey Allah, and as a result, they create disorder in the earth, and they create disorder amongst the people of the earth. La tufsidu fil ard. When they're told, don't do this, what do they say? Qalu, they say, innama nahnu muslihun. We're not doing fasad. We're actually doing good stuff. We're muslihun. Muslihun is a plural of muslih. And muslih is one who does islah. From the root letter sad lamha. And what is islah? Islah is to put things right when things have gone bad. So fasad, to corrupt things, to spoil things, to ruin things. Islah, to fix things. When things have gone bad, you fix them, you set them right. You solve the problem. So they say, إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُصْلِحُونَ So when they're told, don't lie, don't cheat, don't deceive, then what do they say? No, no, we're actually spreading peace. We're actually doing good things. For example, فَسَادْ فِي الْأَرْضِ is what? Sins. 
riba taking riba or taking interest is there any difference of opinion whether it's halal or haram no it's clearly haram because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clearly said in the quran wa harrama riba allah has forbidden riba allah has forbidden made haram the consumption of interest but the people who are involved in consuming interest even if they're muslim when they're told don't do this this is wrong what do they say we're doing it for a good reason but what's the explanation we're doing it for a good reason like for example you know why should i spend my money on rent all my life i'd rather spend it on a mortgage even though i don't need a house i'd rather spend all this money on a mortgage when they're told don't do this they're told inna ma nahnu muslihun we're doing islah we see that either this statement inna ma nahnu muslihun this is because the hypocrites don't get it or they are lying why do they say inna ma nahnu muslihun either they are deceived they don't get it that what they're actually doing is wrong or they're lying allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about them ala unquestionably what is ala this is harf tanbih tanbih is for warning in order to alert the listener ala unquestionably there's no doubt about this and ala this is also said at the beginning of a sentence to show the authenticity the truthfulness of what is mentioned afterwards so ala where does it come at the beginning of a sentence why to show to prove the authenticity the truthfulness of what is mentioned afterwards so allah says ala unquestionably there's no doubt about this this is a reality what is a reality that innahum indeed they who the hypocrites what are they humul mufsidun it is they who are mufsidun it is they who are the corruptors mufsidun plural of mufsid they are the ones who spread corruption walakin la yash'urun but they don't perceive they don't even realize what does it mean by yash'urun yash'urun is from shin ain ra shu'ur and shu'ur is to perceive to realize something to understand something and this is from the word sha'r sha'r is used for hair if you think about it hair is very fine very thin isn't it so hair very fine very thin sometimes it's in your food and you don't even realize until you actually pick up you know a spoon or something and you see it dangling down it's very fine it's very thin you don't even see it sometimes so shu'ur is to understand the fine matters of something to realize to perceive the reality of something but the hypocrites la yash'urun they don't understand they don't get it they don't realize walakin la yash'urun what do we learn from these verses What do we learn from these verses? That nifaq, hypocrisy, is it fasad fil ard? Is it fasad fil ard? Yes, it is. Nifaq is a part of fasad fil ard. Because nifaq involves what? Many sins such as lying, such as deceiving, such as cheating, breaking promises. This is what? Fasad fil ard. Another important thing that we learn from these verses is that hypocrisy, nifaq, blinds a person to the extent that he thinks his bad deeds are actually his good deeds nifaq blinds a person so much so that he thinks his bad actions are actually his good actions he doesn't realize that he's disobeying allah he thinks that he's doing something very good this is something very very dangerous Because if a person is doing something bad, thinking that he's doing something good, is he going to end up harming himself? 
Yes, he is. For example, if a person is putting some harmful chemical, thinking it to be something very beneficial for health into their food, are they going to harm themselves? Yes, they are. It's a harmful chemical. It can kill you. But you think it's very good for you. And if you put it in your food and you eat it, it's going to kill you. So it's very, very harmful. Similarly, if a person is doing something bad in this dunya and he thinks he's doing good, what's going to happen on the Day of Judgment? He's going to have a whole lot of deeds which he thought were actually very good, but he's going to find out at that time that this was all a waste of time. This was all acts of disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says in Surah Al-Kahf, Ayah 103, قُلْ هَلْ نُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِالْأَخْسَرِينَ أَعْمَالًا Say, shall we inform you about the worst losers when it comes to deeds? People who are suffering great loss when it comes to their actions. Meaning they're doing something, but the only thing that they're getting out of it is loss. Who are they? الَّذِينَ ضَلَّ سَعْيُهُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا It is those people whose sa'i, whose effort, whose endeavor has gotten lost in this worldly life. Meaning whatever they did, only made it up to this dunya. Meaning their actions did not make it to the hereafter. وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ صُنْعًا And they think that whatever they're doing is very good. They think that what they're doing is very good. Whereas in reality what they're doing is evil. It's a sin. So we have to become very careful that whatever we are doing, what is it? Is it something good or is it something bad? And what is good and what is bad? According to our standards, according to standards of people, is it? What is good, what is bad? According to the standards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What Allah says is good, is in reality good. When what Allah said is bad, is in reality bad. So the hypocrite does not see that. He does not see what Allah has commanded to be good. He doesn't see any benefit in it. He doesn't see any good in it. And whatever Allah has forbidden, He finds good things in it, which is why He wants to do it. So, أَلَا إِنَّهُمْ هُمُ الْمُفْسِدُونَ وَلَكِنْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ They don't even realize. Another very important thing that we learn from these verses is that a person who is not a true believer, a person who is not a sincere believer, then his vision, his intelligence is deficient. In the sense that he thinks that something bad is good. Whereas in reality it is bad. Who sees bad as bad? A believer. And who sees bad as good? Someone other than a believer. Because if you think about it, who is the creator of the heavens and the earth? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who is the one who knows everything about the heavens and the earth? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who is the most wise? Allah. Who is the most just? Allah. Isn't that very obvious? It is obvious. How? Through the creation that is around us. For example, if you look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made our bodies, that we need food, and He has provided that food for us in so many different ways. Water, liquid in so many different fruits and vegetables that we eat. If you look at how the water cycle is, how the rain comes in, how the plants grow out, Isn't that amazing? Doesn't that show justice and balance and knowledge? That every creature on the earth, there is means of life for it in this earth. We don't have to go to space to get fresh air. We don't have to go to space to get food for ourselves. Everything is in the earth. Similarly, different creatures, different animals, whatever is within their ability, their risk, their provision, they're able to get it with that ability. They don't have to do something extra in order to get what they need. 
All of this, the creation around us, what does that show? The justice of Allah, the knowledge of Allah, the mercy of Allah, the greatness of Allah, the supremacy of Allah in every respect. So think about it. Allah, the one who is so just that He causes rain to fall down for us, we don't have to call the rain, right? He has created so many reflex actions within our bodies that we don't have to think every time we breathe. Think about it. The one who is so just, will He ever give a command that is not good? Will He ever tell us to do something that's not good for us? Not possible. Everything that Allah has commanded to us is in reality good for us. And everything that Allah has forbidden for us is in reality bad for us. So a believer, when he looks at the commands of Allah, he sees only good. Because he knows that Allah is the one who is most knowledgeable, most just. But someone other than the believer, what does he say? No, but if you wear hijab, you will suffer this and this problem. And if you eat only halal and you don't eat pork, then you will have this and this problem. If you don't consume riba, then you will have this and this problem. List of problems, list of the cons of doing that which Allah has commanded. And a list of pros of doing that which Allah has forbidden. So we see that a believer is right in his thinking and someone other than the believer is twisted in his thinking. He doesn't think right. He's perverted in his thinking. So what is it that fixes our thinking, that puts things in perspective for us? Iman, submission to Allah. A hypocrite does not have that advantage. You tell him, don't do fasad, he says, I'm doing good. He doesn't even see the evil of his actions. Ala innahum humul mufsidun, walakin la yashurun. They don't even get it. They don't even perceive. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ And when it is said to them, Aminu, have iman. Aminu from the word iman. Believe how? Kama, just as amanan nas, just as the rest of the people have believed. You should also believe as the rest of the people have believed. The word kama is a combination of ka and ma. And this letter ka, kaf. This kaf is known as kaf of tashbih, meaning it's used to show resemblance. So believe just as the rest of the people have believed. Who does anas refer to? The rest of the people. It refers to the believers. Especially in the context of these very verses, it refers to the companions of the Prophet ﷺ. Remember the background of these verses. When were they revealed? When the Prophet ﷺ migrated from Mecca to Medina, there were many people who embraced Islam just to gain the benefits of being a Muslim. They believed just to gain the benefits of being Muslim. So Anas refers to who? The true believers, the sincere believers. So the hypocrites who on the surface claim to be believers, when they're told, believe as the people have believed. And remember, Iman is not just about saying I'm a believer, but it's about doing something to show that you're a believer. So when they're told, Aminu kama amanan nas, your Iman should be the same as their Iman. That just as they're praying, you are praying. Just as they're sacrificing in the way of Allah, you are also sacrificing. Qalu they say, Anu'minu, shall we believe, kama amana sufaha, like these foolish people have believed? You want us to believe as these foolish people have believed? So in other words, the hypocrites call the believers foolish. Kama amana sufaha. Sufaha is the plural of safih. And safih is from the root letter seen faha. Safaha is the Muslim, the main word, the noun. Safaha is foolishness. Stupidity. And literally the word safaha, it means to be light. 
What does it mean? To be light, to not have any weight. For example, it is said, تَسَفَّهَتِ الْرِيحُ shajar That the wind caused the trees to bend, it caused the trees to sway back and forth. When can that happen to a tree? When that tree is not strong and firm. So when something is very light, light in weight, light in its firmness, hmm? light in its balance, then what happens? It is described as safi. Now a person who is not strong in his knowledge, not strong in his understanding, then who is he? Foolish. Isn't it so? Because he is easily convinced. For example, if there is a person who is very knowledgeable about you know, eating healthy, eating good stuff. No matter how much you convince them, just have a sip of Coke. Come on, just one sip. Will they have it? No matter how much you tell them, no matter how much you try to convince them, if they're firm that they're going to be eating healthy, they're not going to drink it. But if on the other hand, a person is shaky, that yeah, I know you're supposed to eat healthy, but you know, doesn't matter. So if you tell him, have the soda, he won't mind. It's very easy to convince them. It's very easy to uproot them. Why? Because they are Light. They're not firm. They're not strong. So who are sufaha? Foolish people. Who are sufaha? Those people who are very impressionable. People who get convinced very easily. People who are not firm in what they're doing. So anyone can make them do whatever they want. Foolish. Now the question is, why is it that the hypocrites called the believers sufaha? Why do you think so? Why would a hypocrite describe a believer as a foolish person? Have you ever heard somebody saying, if I put a hijab, I'm going to look foolish. I don't want to look silly. You see, the thing is that this deen of ours, this religion of ours, it requires us to do something. And many times, we have to do something that is different from the rest of the society. Many times, we have to do something in which we suffer with regards to worldly benefits. Many times it requires us to do something which goes against our desires. For example, if you have to put on the hijab, you go to school, nobody else is wearing it. You're the only one wearing it. Everybody is showing off their hair. And there you are covering your hair. You're doing something very different. Everybody's eating whatever they want. And there you are looking like a fool, asking about the ingredients and everything. Is there any alcohol in this? Are there any meat products in this? Nobody cares, but you care. And when you do something different, you appear to be a fool to some people. When people find out, you know, for example, you're not going to take interest, and as a result, you're going to perhaps live in a rented property, or perhaps you're going to wait on going to school because you want to have enough money to pay for your school, they think you're being foolish. Because you are losing out in the dunya. You are suffering with regards to your dunya. I remember when I got married, it had been a year or two after we got married, and my husband and I, we were at a particular store, and this woman came up to us, and she was trying to sell us something. And uh, she thought we were just friends, because we appear to be very young, obviously. So she thought we were just friends. And, you know, we referred to one another as husband and wife or something in the conversation. She said, you guys are married? Seriously? Why are you married? You know, you're young, enjoy yourselves. Why would you tie yourself up in a relationship, you know, like this and be responsible for one another? Why are you married? She literally thought we were foolish to be married at this age. Once I went for a haircut and I got my hair all, you know, nicely done. And as I was walking out, I put on my hijab and the hairdresser was just looking at me in shock. You got your hair done. 
And now you're going to cover your hair? You're going to cover your hair? How foolish is that? This is what people think. But is this true? That if a person sacrifices for the deen, he is being foolish? No, he's not being foolish. Because this dunya is the place of work. It's the place of test. Where is enjoyment? In the hereafter. The foolish is the one who goes for temporary benefit, sacrificing eternal enjoyment. That person is foolish. Foolish is the one who does not delay gratification. He wants immediate gratification. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah, unquestionably, there is no doubt about this, that innahum humusufaha. It is the hypocrites who are the foolish. It's not the believers who are foolish. But they don't even know. What do they not know? That they are foolish. They don't even know that they're actually foolish. What do we learn from this verse? We learn many lessons. The beginning of the ayah. When they're invited to do something good, what do they say? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do what the foolish people are doing. What does it show? That a hypocrite does not benefit from the call to khair. When a hypocrite is invited to something good, he does not benefit from that invitation. He is invited, do something good, believe, obey. And he thinks he will be foolish, therefore he says, I'm not going to do it. Secondly, we also see that a hypocrite does not like the call to deen. He does not like the deen. He thinks deen to be foolish, the people of deen to be foolish. He does not like to talk about Allah. He does not like to talk about the Qur'an. He does not like to talk about salah and deen and all of this stuff. He doesn't like it. He doesn't have any interest in it. He thinks all of this to be foolishness. He thinks all of this to be stupidity. That you've got to be a fool to cover your head in this country. You've got to be a fool to pray. You've got to be a fool to study the Qur'an. This is what the hypocrite thinks. The hypocrite also thinks that a believer is foolish. Why? Because a believer accepts everything that Allah has commanded. So you're so light hmm, that you get easily convinced. Just because it's written in the Qur'an doesn't mean you have to do it. This is what a hypocrite thinks. So what do we learn? That a hypocrite does not like the deen. He considers the deen to be foolish and the people of deen to be foolish as well. And here we need to check ourselves. That if we are asked to do something good, if we are asked to do something good, like for example, we're sitting on the computer, somebody reminds us, it's time for salah. Do we get irritated? Why are you telling me? In our heads. Mind your own business. A believer is not like that. When a believer is told to do something good, he does it. He doesn't get annoyed. He doesn't get irritated. He doesn't think if he is going to do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants him to do, it's going to be a waste of time. No. You know, it's amazing how shaitan corrupts our thinking so much. That we think praying salah and spending 10 minutes on salah is a waste of time. It's going to take so much time. And spending half an hour just reading other people's tweets, it's not a problem. Isn't it? Or spending hours on YouTube going from one video to the other, not a problem. 10 minutes for salah, oh my God. Who is being foolish then? Who is being foolish? The hypocrite is being foolish. Right? Then we also learn in this ayah that a hypocrite thinks very highly of himself. He thinks that he is the best and everyone else do not have any intelligence. Everyone else is silly. They're all foolish. He thinks very, very highly of himself. He thinks he's very intelligent. He thinks he's very smart. He's very educated. He's very progressive. 
And the rest of the people, they're so backwards. You know, sometimes it's a habit of some people that they're looking down on every single person. I'm the best because I'm studying this. And look at her, she's studying psychology. What is she going to do with it? You know, I am getting a bachelor's of science and she has a bachelor's of arts. This is what people do, isn't it? Oh, my hijab looks the best over here. Look at her, her hijab and abaya don't even coordinate with each other. This is what? Looking down on other people. I am the best and everybody else, sufaha. Who thinks like this? Who thinks like this? A hypocrite. A believer is a humble person. And a hypocrite is an arrogant person. He thinks he is the best. Whereas in reality, he is the worst. Because where will a hypocrite be? In the lowest level of hellfire. Isn't it amazing? He thinks he's at the top. Whereas in reality, he's at the bottom. And this reflects the foolishness of a hypocrite. Then we also learn from this ayah about the arrogance of hypocrites. Where they say, أَنُؤْمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ السُّفَهَا Shall we believe like the foolish have believed? Who would say this? person who's very arrogant in his heart, who thinks very highly of himself. So arrogance is something that cannot be a believer. He submits, he is submissive. Then we also learn in this ayah that believers are described as sufaha by people. And this is not something new. So if somebody has a good laugh looking at your naqab, or somebody has a good laugh looking at your hijab, or has a good laugh looking at you, you know, doing something of your deen, then don't feel bad. Why? Because this has been the way from the very beginning. The prophets of Allah, were they appreciated and praised by people? Were they? No, not always. In fact, most of the time, what were they called? Either liars, or they were called magicians, soothsayers. Isn't it so? Or that the gods of the people had done something evil to them. Isn't it so? And today, if the believers are called foolish, this is not something new. Then we also learn in this ayah that a person who does not believe like the Prophet ﷺ and the Sahaba believed is in fact foolish. Because Anas refers to who? The companions of the Prophet ﷺ. So a person who does not have the same iman like that of the Prophet ﷺ, like that of the Sahaba, then that person is foolish. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 130, that Who would turn away from the religion of Ibrahim except for the one who is foolish? And this leads us to the next point, which is that a person who believes the way the Prophet believed, the way the companions believed, then that person is truly intelligent. Then that person is truly smart. He is making the best choice. Because those who don't believe like the Prophet and the companions believed, then how is he foolish? How is he foolish? A person who does not believe the way the Prophet believed, the way companions believed, how is he foolish? This is my question to you. He's not following the deen. And when he's not following the deen, where is he going to suffer for eternity? In the hereafter. So he's preferring the dunya over the akhirah, where dunya is temporary and akhirah is eternal. And the person who believes the way the Prophet ﷺ believed, the way the companions believed, then he is intelligent. He is smart. He is clever. How? Because he's making the best choice. That even if he suffers, even if he has to sacrifice with regards to his dunya, he has an eternity of enjoyment awaiting him. That's a very clever move. That's a very smart move. You know, for example, when you're playing Scrabble or you're playing some game 
and you take a move that you know just brings you temporary benefit but it actually opens the door for the other to take a very good move like you make a word and then they get to place their letters on a triple word score you're giving them the opportunity yes you gained a double word score but you know what they gained triple word score because of your move so you got the immediate benefit but in the long run you suffered so the hypocrite also thinks like this he wants the benefit of the dunya temporary benefit and he doesn't care about the akhirah suffering for eternity so who is clever the one who wants the akhirah who is foolish the one who wants dunya apply the same principle a person who just wants to watch you know youtube videos one after the other as opposed to someone who is going to take time out from that when the time comes for salah and he performs a salah who is clever the one who performs a salah and who is being foolish the one who is watching one video after the other and hours have gone by useless wasting his time so we can apply this principle in everything then we also learn in this ayah that the hypocrites are ignorant allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says walakin la ya'lamun they don't even know they don't know that they are foolish they don't know that they are suffering they don't know that they are going to be losers they don't know walakin la ya'lamun a hypocrite lacks knowledge knowledge of who of himself knowledge of what of the reality knowledge of what of the consequences of his actions knowledge of what the deen knowledge of the hereafter he does not have knowledge and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said two qualities do not come together in a hypocrite two qualities do not come together in a hypocrite what are they good manners and the understanding of the deen good manners and the understanding of deen they are not part of a hypocrite which shows that a hypocrite has bad manners and a hypocrite is ignorant of the deen a hypocrite has bad manners bad manners what are bad manners fighting with other people on little little issues screaming yelling cursing talking bad saying bad words foul language this is what bad manners being unjust being unfair being rude to those who are older than us is that good manners is that we think it's very cool yeah i can answer back see how clever i was similarly we think it's cool to not do what you're supposed to do so a hypocrite has bad manners he does not have good manners a hypocrite does not know the deen he's ignorant walakin la ya'lamun but they do not even know